Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Did the bad man go away? <laughs> did, did, we, did, did we win? What happened? How many times are we going to have the conversation? What just of, happened? We think we won. We're sure we won, right? It felt like a loss. How many times are we going to do this? <laughs> felt like a win. It felt like a win and a loss in the same game. Yeah. First half, second half. But somehow, someway, uh, we decided to score two points more than the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I bet if that game was about another two minutes longer, that wouldn't have been the case. But... Yeah. The Browns win 24-22 and keep their playoff hopes alive. Welcome into the Browns LOTL postgame show. Uh, I'm Dan here with Ryan and Steve, your no- normal, bleh, can't even say normal, your normal hosts for the evening uh, after a Browns win uh, that, I'm going to be quite honest, that felt like a lot of the Browns wins this year and kind of felt like a loss. Yeah, I mean, you you mentioned it before, a tale of two halves. The first half felt like, okay, this is yeah. the team that we know we can beat. Yeah, this we're is we're like, finally yeah. doing the thing where we're playing to our potential and things are clicking. Coming out of the bye week hot like we did last year, like, okay, this right. is going to be a trend right. for this franchise moving forward. And then in, in oh. unfortunately typical fashion these days, we went into halftime and did not adjust as well. In fact, we regressed uh, and, and, and we – took our foots off the gas and we gave a, a team decimated by injuries uh, a lot of life and let them hang around to the point where I was convinced uh, we were going to lose this game. This, as soon as that ball doinked off of Janovich oh on that onside God. kick, I was convinced. And you texted us immediately. Like, and I, you and I clearly were on the same like wavelength because Justin Tucker is good from any distance. And don't lie, uh, he, Steve. You probably good. were too. Yeah. Dude's good from the moon. I don't care about the wind. If they if they pick yeah. up 10, 15, 20 yards. They got it into our territory. It's over. Yeah. It's over. It didn't happen. Thank God. Um, but I, uh, I feel like I feel like I have a fi- – I, I, I f- <laughs> does that sentence work? I feel like I have a feeling – yeah, I don't, that's almost like me – that's almost like a double negative. Yeah. But I feel like the way he's looking at me, uh, Steve's going to disagree with us about Probably. how we're feeling about today's game. Steve, take it away. <laughs> oh, oh, so you guys are done with the pity party? Yes. Yeah, apparently. Okay, good. No, uh, I, probably, was, I probably oh, got just, more left yeah, in Yeah, it's coming back. It's coming back. I got more I'll give you a couple minutes, though. <laughs> was it like backwash when you have a bad beer or something? Oh, like, yeah. I mean. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the end of the beer that you let get warm. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, yeah. Hey, here's, yeah, here's the bottom line, guys. We beat the Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. today. How yeah. often do we do that? Not often. Not, Not no. very often. Did we? No. Okay, hold on. Not only that. But we beat the Baltimore Ravens in a spot where if you didn't win, the season was done. True. Right? Yeah, absolutely. No denying that. For me, that is enough reason to celebrate. I don't care about all the external events and everything. So we I, can discuss I need all to, that. But like, do I need to look up uh, celebrate? By, yeah, yeah, like, like what are you doing? <laughs> why, why are you not leading with that? Like, I don't know, man, because... <sighs> because if this was if, if we played this type of game against a better team... Did you have the Browns... Or, mind, did or, you, 
Did you have the Browns minus two and a half and you lost money on this game? Is that why you guys were <laughs> well, upset? T- well, t- I had the Browns minus two and a half, but we're still not allowed to legally bet uh, in Ohio. <laughs> right. Hopefully, For the record, I'm super stoked because I took Baltimore yeah, plus yeah, two yeah, and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, literally, I bet against the Browns, won the bet. But I still win in life because the Browns won the game. <laughs> I still win in life <laughs> so, in, a, in, a, in a meaningless pick 'em contest. Yes, that, it, yeah, that we're not actually that we what? put zero money on. You know, ne- and forget about half. Ne- next year, next year, I think uh, we need to. Next year, uh, we're putting money on it. Yeah, we, just just like a dollar a game. Yeah, like like, like an in-house. Yeah. yeah, like every week the money goes in the pot. And, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about on an actual betting app. Oh, okay. We could because sports too. betting oh. will be legal next oh, year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do, is, do we know that? Or are you it just, assuming? Yeah, that? it got it got passed and the it's it went to oh, Dwayne. Yeah, so the Ohio legislature. Actually oh did my something. gosh! Yeah, they I, finally got off their ass and did oh, their job. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> they're seeing all these states rake in millions and millions and millions of dollars, and they're just yeah. sitting on their thumbs, <laughs> pointed up their ass, pointed upwards. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, sports betting will be legal in Ohio. Well, uh, then yeah, they said sometime in twenty. 20- so I would assume it would have to be before football season oh, next yeah, year. They have just, to be. Yeah. yeah. Although, given given the Ohio State Legislature, I don't. I, I'm not going to put anything past them. <laughs> right. I mean, the speaker of the uh, speaker of the house is in jail right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, we digress. Yeah. But you know, I you know, I mean, you're right. It's it's a it's a pass fail league. You win or you lose games. And so by that metric, again, uh, I'm doing a lot of crybabying. But the Steelers and the Lions don't agree with that. Well, true. Fair. That's that is fair. Which is still hilarious. But, I mean, by the way, AFC North still doesn't have a team with a losing record. Yeah. That's crazy to me. How about how about the Thursday night game, the uh, Steelers and the uh, Vikings in the we didn't beat the Lions bowl? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the Steelers are still the team that that didn't beat the team that didn't beat the Lions. By the way, yeah, right. LOL Steelers for having not only Juju and his shenanigans, but also Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool the, is the land such of, an idiot. The land of the stupid wide receivers. And is then he, Pittsburgh. And then he bl- <laughs> and then he blamed his and then he blamed his offensive line. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because he got shown up and he got embarrassed. Right. I, what a loser. Absolute bum. I love it. I, it. It just tickles me that it's not just Juju, but it's also Claypool. So so it's interesting, and we're going to get into this more when we go around the league, but it's another week where things outside of the Browns' control are breaking their way. Which usually we really Th- don't get a lot Thank goodness. Of. I mean, it's been happening for weeks now. Yeah. That, you know, you talk about the Patriots' ascendancy in the, in the East, which is taking them out of the wild card pool. You know the Chiefs' ascendancy in the West, which is taking them out of the wild card pool. Yep. So it's it's all good. You know the teams that you have to really be worried about are inside the division, frankly, yep. and you still get to your your direct shot at Pittsburgh and and Cincinnati. Yep. And if you win those two games, you're going to have a tiebreaker over Baltimore because they lost to both of those teams. Yeah. So uh, let's get into it. Let's let's actually talk about the game that uh, we're supposed to be talking about, and then we'll get into the uh, we'll get into the outside factors around the league uh, a little bit later, yep. but. Uh, I need to – we need to have a powwow with this fan base because this fan base is really starting to piss me off. Mm-hmm. The Browns went three and out on their first drive of the game today, and the fans started booing them. What the hell are you That's booing? That's terrible. That's too much. What are the, In much. the most important game of the year, a game where if you lose – yeah, if you lose, boo the crap out of them after the game, go on talk radio uh, all this week and talk about – vent your frustrations there. They go three and out, and you boo them. Yeah. I don't understand, like the booing your own guys thing. You, you could look. We we early we, in the game. We, early right. in the game. If if you're in the third quarter and you're losing thirty to three, and your quarterback is throwing four interceptions, by all means, go ahead. Have at it. When the game is still in, in the balance, infancy. yeah. That and was like the, you said was... in the embassy, it's the first first play of the dr- first drive of the game. Which you're I've... there. You're there to try and create a home field advantage. 
And what you're doing is you're just putting more pressure on your team. The pressure is supposed to be on the away team, not the home team. When Lamar Jackson threw four interceptions last week, were Ravens fans booing their team? No. Not that I'm aware of. No. Not at all. Oh, because yeah. Lamar Jackson won the MVP three years ago. That's why. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Yeah, I mean, that's, so just, I, that's just one counterexample, but I mean that's the the most direct one. You know, yeah, right and I mean, like I get it. Like the the season, even though we're it's the middle of December and we're still alive for a playoff spot, the season has not gone the way that we want it to go. And everybody has their narratives, and everybody has their uh, their points of view, and everybody has you know what side are you on, Team Baker? Or are you on Team? Uh, not Baker or whatever, like uh, mm-hmm. Stefanski, not Stefanski, all this stuff. But when, when the when the bullets are being fired, and I don't really, I mean, I don't, that's a weird analogy. I don't mean to uh, get a gun analogy in there. But, uh, you know, when, when the game is going on and it's, like you said, in its infancy and when it's uh, up in the air, it's 0-0 in the first quarter, and you're booing the team as they come off the field because they didn't get a first down in the first drive. Like, I get it. Like, it's frustrating that that the team doesn't move the ball on the first drive. It's the first drive of the game. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of just like this is a bunch of people either severely misunderstand, like, football and how, and how the game actually works, or they're just so used to playing Madden on rookie mode <laughs> and they're, they're used to putting up yeah. 70 points a game. You know what I mean? Like, truly, yeah. like – I understand that the Ravens are banged up and this, that, and the other. It doesn't matter. NFL defenses are really good at what they do. Even the even the scrub teams. Yeah, it is not easy to to consistently move the ball like from the jump. I mean, Tom Brady goes three and out in a game. Aaron Rodgers goes three and out in a game. Guys, good you quarterbacks know. throw interceptions. Good running backs put the ball on the ground. Like, things happen. Yeah. Defenses are, Lamar, are... Like Steve said, Lamar Jackson threw four interceptions against the Browns two weeks ago. Right. It's just, yeah. Three of them were in the first half. The fan base is just a little bit... Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if it's out of touch or if they're expectation. I think we just got a little bit of a taste yeah. of what this they team could be, and they're just out of touch. They're, they're completely out of touch. Yeah. I mean, all you got to know is that just a few years ago, we were 6-6. Six and six, People would be freaking partying all the way Oh, the my moon. gosh. Totally right. You know, how did we get so entitled? So, so in fast. Such a, yeah. Like, right. That they're booing the team in the first quarter of a game. You, yeah. know, you know what I think Ridiculous. it is? Ridiculous. I think it's that a lot of people sense the window already closing because usually when NFL teams pay the quarterback, then things start to fall apart. Yeah. And I think that we're just viewing the window as this year and next year before Baker gets like gets real money or we let him walk. You know, essentially. Well, I, yeah, I, here's the thing like with That's Baker. That's counting like, your chickens before they hatch. Well, here's the thing, agree, here's the thing with Baker. I, 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 I think people are still like assuming that Baker is going to get like $40 million a year. It's not going to happen. Not this year, anyway. No, now, but it's not think, going to happen. Do you think that he is willing to play on the year five of his deal? I think his personality, he's more likely than any other NFL quarterback to play as a lame duck quarterback, essentially. But not a lot of guys are willing to go out there and risk getting hurt without a future deal set up. Well, he doesn't have a choice. I mean, he could sit. He's going to play. He could, oh, he's not going to sit. He, no. He could withhold his services. I mean, we've seen it all the time. Players all across the league will not show up to camp and, and – but that's but that's that's those are guys that have outplayed their contracts. Yeah, but I mean, look at what Dak did. I mean, Dak definitely outplayed because he was drafted so much later. It's it's not a fair apples apples comparison. Well, that, but Dak was wanting assurances. He wanted his new deal. Well, that he, his that, deal wasn't up yet. That was that. So it's a 
it's a bit of a different scenario with Dak because Dak was Dak. He did this after he got franchised, right? Baker's not going to get franchised next year. He yeah, can't. He's on his fifth year. No, I, I agree with that. I'm just saying it's you're right. It's it's not an apples to apples exact situation. But what my my point is, not a lot of guys are want to play in the last year of a deal without something set. I mean, this is a, a number one overall draft pick. Yeah, but it, it is possible that he could withhold his services until they work on some kind of arrangement. I, 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 I just I can't imagine. I don't think Baker would want to do that, but I could see his representation wanting to do that. If I'm Baker's agent, I mean that would be. Why would I let you go out there and get hurt? I mean that would be abs- That would be absolutely unprecedented. That's never happened in the league before. Team, a, a guy going on a, a fifth year of his con- contract, I, yeah. and a fifth year that is going to pay him. Not double, but significantly more than he's made this year. Like, like his fifth year option is going to pay him probably at like, about as much as he's made in the NFL currently. Combined, in his yeah. First four years, yeah. No, that's probably fair. It's like he's he's going to make eighteen million dollars next year on his yeah, fifth year I option. Saying, I, I thought it was yeah, like close to twenty. Yeah. It would be absolutely unprecedented yeah. if he's just like, know. no, I'm not playing without a new contract because number one, he has no leverage because he hasn't outperformed it. Um, that's true, and. Like, like you said, like with Dak, the, the thing with Dak is he outperformed it and by a mile. And he knew he knew that a contract was either coming to him from the Cowboys or from somebody else. There's no guarantee with Baker that a contract that, like that is that coming. Is, that is a good point. Is coming. Not a lot from of somebody. other guys would get no. into a bidding war. Not a lot. Of, excuse me. Not a, not a lot of other teams would get into a bidding war no. for Baker right now. No. And again, I like we can go into the reasons why you know Baker hasn't played as well as we expected him to and. Um, we can go into the reasons why I, I, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, if he's healthy to walk out there, I don't want to hear about the injuries. That's just not realistic. No. Like today. OK, maybe he's had a couple weeks to heal. Like, well, we know the shoulder. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long you take. It needs to be surgically repaired. But everything else, maybe he was able to uh, get a little bit more healthy. And, so, and yeah. And getting back, you know, more to the point with this game. Boy, did he look good after that week. He off. looked like Baker he, in the he, first half. He looked like the like the start of the game. He was running around uh, a lot more comfortably. He was picking up first downs with his legs. I, I mean, he he looked fresh and rejuvenated. It looked. I mean, that that week, holy crap, did that week work wonders? Yeah, that was that was so clutch. Would have been nice if they would have sat him against Detroit. He could have looked like that two That's, weeks ago. Yes, I was literally. I know. I got into a conversation with I know. like my neighbor. Literally, that was I was a few minutes later than I planned that because I got stuck talking to the old guy next door, and we literally were talking about just that. They're like, "This he's literally he's like, why did he play against Detroit? We could have had this that much sooner." And I was like, "I know, I know. Yeah. It's maddening. It is absolutely maddening." I thought. Uh, I, I thought the. Uh the Browns coaching staff told you everything you need to know about what they feel about uh, Case Keenum when uh, he came in for that one play on third and eleven, and they just handed the ball off. Same play twice. Yeah, <laughs> I think I don't, uh, get it. I, I don't understand why we've got like the third highest paid backup quarterback in the league. If we, yeah. if if you want him on the coaching staff, just put him on the friggin' coaching staff. Yeah. Put him in the quarterback room for, yeah. as a coach. If you're not going to let him do what he needs to do as a backup quarterback, why are we paying him so I much I can't money? wait for everybody to freak out when we draft a quarterback in the third round next year. Oh, you damn well know it's going to happen. Because <laughs> it's not a strong quarterback you know, draft. So oh, it's gonna, horrible. There's going to be a bunch of guys that slip because no one's going to want to take any all of the, guys all, high. All the people that are saying, well, bring in a quarterback, bring in competition, like look for a replacement for Baker, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. Oh, it's going to be pure chaos. It's going to be hilarious. Stop it with the Aaron Rodgers. Stop it with the Russell Wilson. Those guys are not coming here. And then you're going to the draft. Good freaking luck. We wallowed in that desert for 20 20 years. 
taking stabs at it 15 times and we swung and missed every single time until we finally got somebody who, yeah, okay, he's not a top five, you know, top 10 quarterback, especially this year. He's not. Uh, but be careful what you wish for, all you Browns oh, fans. No, who, you're, and you're totally right. It's I, I would put money on it. We're going to draft a mid-round quarterback. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And honestly, to be honest with you, I don't know that I don't think I don't know that Case Keenum's going to be back next year. Heck, he's 35 years old. Maybe he just retires. We're probably going to sign a veteran type guy like him next year too yeah. to come and be the back because we're not just going to have but Baker for and a six rookie. Million, though. That's no. that's that's the good news. Is no. It's not going to be for the same kind of coin. No. I mean, but I'm saying like like to to kind of put a wrap on this whole Baker discussion before we get back into the game. Like, unless unless he comes back next year surgically repaired, healthy, and uh, you know, plays like a top five quarterback like he did the second half of last year, the entire season next year. Baker's not getting forty million a year. He's looking at twenty eight, thirty, something like that. Yeah, he's looking at a four year, hundred and twenty million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. And that, that actually, you know, we're 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 drudging our way through this season with the way he's been injured and the way he's been playing because of his injuries and all that. But it, it's funny, you know, if you look towards next year could end up actually for the future being a blessing in disguise that we don't have to pay him 40 million dollars a year yeah it's it's an interesting point i mean and the salary cap's going up sure. so so you Lo- could losing the battle but ultimately yeah. winning the war kind of situation yeah i mean so so you could you could sit, see a situation where you, it frees up that money and maybe you know you go ahead and you wrap up denzel ward who by the way is definitely going to get one of my game balls today the yeah. way he played he has completely turned it around this year in a 180 yeah, he, he's, he's been fantastic last, so last few good years, last few weeks um but you know you could take that money and free up and you know at, at the, when he signed his contract for this year we just assumed he was going to be a mercenary and a one-year guy you could end up seeing a situation where the browns re-sign a Jadevian Clowney or something like i'd that. be happy as a clam with that oh my I mean, god Clowney had himself a game today he too he had Big, awesome made made one made one of the plays the our, our, our defensive ends i I'd I'd say our defensive ends won us the game today. Oh, absolutely! And we're gonna we're gonna get to it. The the mile, finally, the dude has been sacking the quarterback all year, but it's been coming in the first quarter. You know, on second down, is it really like? Is it changing the game? The dude changed the game today. Oh yeah, he got credit for the sack, the fumble, and the touchdown. That was the best. That was, a that was the best play. play he's made in his NFL career. Miles Garrett strip sack in the in the first half and re- scoop and score, mm-hmm. returning it for a touch. He did everything on his own. Yeah, it's crazy. That that is a JJ Watt type play in his prime when he was winning Defensive Player of the Year year after year after year in Houston. That's what JJ Watt did. Miles yeah. Garrett has not done that yet. He did it today, and it was freaking incredible. Yeah, and fifteen Clowney, sacks by the way. Yeah, fifteen sacks on the year he with, broke with the, four games to go. Broke the um, Browns record. Broke the Browns record, and I, I don't know how, but uh, somehow T.J. Watt has sixteen and a half. That's wild. Did he have like four sacks on Thursday night or something? Last, I wasn't even last week. Not th- week not this past Thursday. He left the game in the second quarter with a groin injury. That's something to monitor for the Steelers. Is how how much time he's going to miss. That's huge. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, I mean, they're although hang- I they're although I think yeah, I think they're they're kind of yeah, they're about to go down uh, the uh, the toboggan shoots in Strongsville real yeah. fast. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, yeah, Clou- yeah, you're right about the end. the DNs. Um, Tack McKinley uh, had Tack some, had a great game. He had a really he had some really yeah. nice moments. Um, uh, 
the defense, I tell you what, for as much bitching and moaning, kudos to them for the past yes. the past few weeks in general. I mean, it's a shame that our offense has been so so horrible. Our off our, our defense yeah. has been giving up less than twenty points a game for several weeks in a row yeah. now. They gave up twenty two like, today, but they also scored seven. So right, yeah, on it, yeah. So their net they're, is still in the teens yeah. for they're crying 15, out loud. Yeah. I mean. And you know we can we could we could nitpick and you know they 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 got a little leaky in the second half, but uh, you know with some with some shots down down the sideline with some passes and then um, you know uh, turning uh, what's his name Huntley uh, into Lamar Jackson. They made Huntley there look like few. Lamar. You know there were. The so ga- I've got two observations about this. Okay. First of all. We can be a little bit critical of the defense for not making certain plays, and, and they are sure. truly terrible on fourth down because Baltimore, <laughs> oh, with the, the play that started everything 11. out, was the fourth and eleven that they didn't. When they're just they like, didn't stop. Hey, they have they have one receiver that's doing anything. Let's just not yeah. cover him. Yeah, in the middle of the field. Mark. And then on that drive, and then on the next drive after that, which brought it within two, they they converted another fourth down. So it's the only fourth down they stopped was on the final drive of the game, which was ultimately decisive. That fourth but, and eleven. What Huntley didn't even get into a drop back. He just snapped the ball and threw it right to Mark Andrews because there's nobody covering him. Yeah. Well, who the hell else were they going to in that situation? How do you not Hollywood uh, Brown, who had zero catches? I, I don't know. But the other thing I was going to say is the offense didn't get a single first down the entire fourth quarter. No, it's bad. That to me is is as bad, if not worse, than I'm, anything the defense did in the I fourth quarter. Because literally, if defense, if the offense would have just like gotten the first down or two on any of their last three drives, the time situation I, would have come yeah. to a point where I mean, the Ravens wouldn't even had a chance. Radically different. I am I am completely dumbfounded. I, I understand the Ravens have a good run defense. I'm completely dumbfounded on how we just cannot run the ball against them. The last two games. Yeah, it's not a play calling what I, what issue I, this time. It's more of an execution thing because, yeah, they tried to run the ball eh, you know, with there were, in the fourth quarter. Mm, there were there a was couple. two plays in a row on the one drive where they ran on first and second down. They lost a yard collectively. Yeah, it's, what, it's what I What I thought was a little bit uh, interesting and actually quite alarming um, today was we didn't see Nick Chubb, and we didn't see it obviously last, uh, two weeks ago either. Um, I'm not seeing Nick Chubb break those like arm tackles anymore. Yeah, he didn't have uh... like earlier in the season and and his entire career, you know, he would get to the outside and somebody would would you know try and lunge at him with an arm tackle oh, or whatever, and he would just, and he would just in the dirt. Yeah, he yeah. would just shake that off and run for seventeen, eighteen yeah. yards. He's he's not doing. I don't know if there's something going on with him health wise. I'm not sure, um, but he had he had way more like two and three. He's had way more two and three yard runs over the last two games than I've ever seen from him. Yeah. Ever. And on the flip side, Dernis Johnson had a nice day today. He, he did, he especially had a couple, after and and a couple I, slippy runs. I didn't see an I didn't see any updates. It looked like uh Kareem Hunt uh looked like his knee, I think. Mm-hmm. He got popped on the knee pretty good. Yeah. He came, he off came out he, he came out in the second half and had his helmet on, but we were up twenty four to three at that point, so I don't think this coaching staff wanted to and th- they wanted to um, uh, they wanted to risk it, and like you said, Dearness Johnson, when he got some opportunities, uh, ran well. He's a good running. Dearness Johnson's a good running back. No, someone's going to pay him a lot. Whenever his time sure. is up here in Cleveland, someone's going to pay him a lot of money. Sure, but uh, yeah, it, it's a little alarming. How and and I'm going to reserve judgment. I, like I said, Baltimore is very good at stopping the run, and they know. And I want to I want to get into it with the wide receivers um, about how uh, our wide receivers just cannot get open when they need to. Yeah, but. Um, or, I, I or catch. 
even though that wasn't much of a problem today. No, it wasn't a problem today. I just, man, there was a couple situations where uh, we we snapped the ball and Baker was looking, looking, and then he was just like, and you can't what blame am the I protection. I mean, protection can only hold for so long. Yeah, there, I, I will say I'm well. Obviously, we're hurting at right tackle. Well, yeah, um, that's not Conklin's right. out, and then our, we our, we lost our backup right tackle in training camp, uh, Chris yeah. Hubbard. But I'm really concerned with Jed Wills too. Yeah, Very con- I don't know if he's still hurt. Somebody brought up the fact that um, if you watch Jed Wills, he blocks for two seconds, and then she's just like done. I don't know if his ankle is still bothering him. It's hurting, or if he's just because I don't think he's like I don't think he's lazy. I mean, I I don't recall. No, I'm not saying laziness. It, no, I just, I just mean like not having the ability. Not lazy. Maybe lazy is not the right word. But like is having he, the is ability he, to finish. Yeah, hold hold his technique for the ability to finish out yeah. the block to finish out. I the will play. say, I don't know. maybe maybe his ankle still bothering him. Two and, I, and a half, I don't three know. seconds is an eternity to to maintain pass blocking in the NFL. I mean, it's the ball's really usually coming out within one one and a half two seconds. Anything yeah. beyond that is is usually really difficult. But, yeah, I don't know. You're not wrong about Wills. I mean, the whole line is not what it was. I mean, we're still in a no, decent place because yeah. of the, the quality of coaching, but we're definitely not getting yeah. what Our O-line's not the reason why we're losing this game. No. But what, I'll, what I will say is they're not – right now, they're, they're not, not helping. The, right. They're also not the reason we are maybe – And, again, I'm and not going to – Maybe that could be part of it with Chubb, too. Maybe, maybe – Yeah, I'm not going to overreact to the Ravens games. Like I said, they're good at stopping the run. And they were putting, like, nine guys in the box every single play. You yeah. can't block everybody. Yeah. But it uh, would it would help if we could get receivers that could get open on a consistent basis. And I'm not saying that 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 it's not uh, on the quarterback either. Um, obviously, Baker threw a really bad interception today. Um, yeah. it, it was a miscommunication. I think he was I think he was expecting Jarvis to keep going upfield, and Jarvis cut it off and went towards the sidelines, and Baker threw it to the inside. Um, but uh, Jarvis did get his first touchdown of the year. He did. So. Yeah, Jarvis. Jarvis is. Jarvis is. He didn't. He didn't have. As many catches as he did two weeks ago, but Jarvis seems like he's kind of starting to come out of it a little mm-hmm. bit. And which, if we're going to make this push to the playoffs, that's something we need. We need. So bad um, because it's it's pretty evident that um, you know I love Peoples Jones, but the guy can't get open deep down the field unless it's a trick play. He makes and they bite on it. That's yeah. He makes nice catches when there's an opportunity, but boy, yeah. does he struggle at getting to that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he I don't know looks, if it's that he sucks off the line. I don't know if it's that he doesn't have the top-end speed like we thought. I don't know yeah. what the deal is, but you're right. He's not getting open as much as we need him to. Yeah, because uh, the, the, the deep catch he made down the, left side of the, or down the left side of the field early in the game, the, uh, the corner was right on him and um, uh, got called for DPI, even though uh, Peoples-Jones caught it. There was another one where Peoples-Jones uh, basically had to play uh, DB because he was not open at all and Baker threw it up to, for him and uh, he had to knock it out of the DB's hands. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to be too hard on the kid. He's a second year kid and we took him in the sixth round. I'm just, I think we, and this is like every, everybody's fans with their teams. They overrate their players. Everybody saw D- people's Jones make a couple catches in training camp and they're like, Oh, he's going to, you know, who needs OBJ and, not to not to say that I, I think we shouldn't have let OBJ go. Whatever, I'm not bringing up right. that. Th- I'm not bringing up those skeletons, but just to assume that DPJ is just going to slide right in there and become our number one receiver when he's a second year, sixth round draft pick is a little bit. Uh, it's it's expecting a little bit too much, I think. 
And, you know, Jarvis is not a number one receiver. I love Jarvis, but he's not. He can't get open down down the field. He's not big enough to be a number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's tough as nails, and I love Jarvis. But uh, basically what I'm trying to say is the Browns need to invest serious draft capital in the draft next year in a wide receiver. And enter Ohio State wide receivers. Literally. <laughs> or, or former Ohio State wide receivers that are yeah. playing at Alabama. At Alabama, yeah. Holy crap, that Jamison Williams. All wow. All of them. But anyway, yeah, that's for uh, um, that's for our offseason talks. But all that to say, um, yeah, I think that I think that has, has to do with a lot of our struggles, especially um, you know when we need to pick up first downs on third down, like late in the game. Like our receivers just have to do a better job of getting open when they need to. Yeah, Baker's got to put it on them. It, it's weird, you know. We talk about complimentary football and this team's inability to play it ever. Um, you know, complimentary football. You talk about. The offense, you know, the defense turning the ball over, the defense or the offense getting the ball and then going and scoring that touchdown. They complement each other. You can also talk about that within the uh, within that side of the ball and the position group. Like I've seen this a lot this year with Baker and the receivers. Baker has he been perfect? Absolutely not. Uh, when Baker is good, and a lot of times when he does get the ball to the receivers, they drop it. Yeah. When the rece- when it seems like the receivers get open. And Baker throws it to him. A lot of times it's high, and it goes for an interception, like the the Jarvis play against the Lions. Yep, I've seen it numerous times this year. They're just not in sync, and I do, I I can't explain it. I don't know what's going on, but um, I will say I I didn't see that much of that today. I thought, you know, like we talked about, Baker looked like Baker in the first half. He looked yeah. really good. He looked rejuvenated. Um, you know, Austin Hooper didn't drop a pass. He caught he caught a touchdown pass. Jarvis made a couple catches. DPJ made a couple catches, but it's just it's something. The second half, something was not right, and maybe it's because we we couldn't run the ball, and we were in a lot of those second and third, second and long, third and long situations, and that's just tough. I don't care who you are in the NFL, that's yep. tough. You got to stay ahead of the sticks. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you? I, I just don't. How do we solve? How do we solve this? Because it's been a it's been a theme the entire season is we just cannot get any sort of momentum going in the fourth quarters even when we have the lead when you look at the chargers game we had a two-score lead in the fourth quarter lost the game uh the chiefs game we uh i don't think we had a two-score lead in the fourth quarter no earlier in the game we did but uh as soon as the pressure mounted in that chiefs game we just fell apart offensively um and there have been other games you know the lions game we won the game but we couldn't do anything on offense I don't know if uh, it's kind of a chicken and egg thing, and frankly, I don't know where I stand on the matter. But it's it, it, uh, we maybe are just getting maybe we're getting out coached and out adjusted. You know, coming yeah. out of the half, you know, it it feels as if, and this is I don't mean to pile on Stefanski because like a couple of the games in particular that I'm thinking about, like against the Patriots and against the Ravens, like Harbaugh and Belichick are two of the best coaches like the league has to offer and yeah. so it's Andy Reid you know with Kansas City earlier in the year too like it's not a shot or a disrespect to Kevin but it's just there's really good coaches out there oh and, yeah who know <laughs> how to take away what we want to do and make yeah. you suffer and so it really I think I lean towards that not so much as a uh Kevin sucks kind of comment but no. more of like a he's just not where some of these other guys are 
Yeah, no, I mean, none of us, none of us right now are saying that uh, we're like struggling to see if Kevin Stefanski is a good head coach. Yeah. Although I will say, if the if we would have let them recover that onside kick and they would have beaten us on that, I told my brothers, I'm like, there's a good chance I might come on the post game show and call for his job because yeah. that's that would have been a fireable offense loss. Yeah. Speaking of fireable offenses. Oh, here we go. I have something I need to oh, get okay. off my chest. I, I know exactly where you're going. Yep. Oh, by the way, and I, I sent you guys the text. If it is what I'm saying, if it is, okay, go ahead. Just go ahead. Ryan, you, you just made a mention of how John Harbaugh, you know, he's, he's one of the great coaches. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's a Hall of Fame Bowls. coach. Me, he's going to the Hall of Fame someday about to pick something and everything. <laughs> so the Ravens, you know, they finally, they convert that fourth and 11. They, they finally do something on offense and they get to the end zone, making it a 24 to 15 game. And he commits the mortal sin of NFL of, of football coaching. Mm-hmm. Going for two when you are down by nine. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, that is why the Ravens lost the game today. Yeah, that we were, was we, ridiculous. We, we were talking about it at my parents' house uh, right after the game ended. And this was when I texted you guys saying that the guys on uh, CBS, like Bill Cowher, they, Filson, were, they were eviscerating John Harbaugh. Him. They were apt, and and you could tell those guys are old school guys, so they don't really believe in analytics and stuff. That that's analytics. That's what Numbers they're doing. Numbers are dumb. Why? Um, okay, so but so but 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 to get to my to get to what I was saying to get to what I was saying, uh, we were talking about it, uh, and I told my brothers, I'm like, you know, if John Harbaugh w- wouldn't have been a moron and gone for two there, we'd have been playing in overtime. Yeah, hundred percent. Justin Tucker's not going to miss an extra point. No, the game would have been twenty four to twenty four. And that onside kick never would have happened. We would have been playing in overtime. Right. With the Ravens having all the momentum and everything. I mean, we don't yeah. know how the coin toss would have gone, but like. And again, the best kicker in the world yeah. who all they have to do is get a couple yards into our side of the field. Yeah. I see. I, yeah. I don't. The analytics argument is oh, you do it because. Uh, you just scored and you're feeling good about yourself right no, now. No, the, the thought the thought process is like like if if you do it and you go for it, you'll know exactly what you'll what what. I'm not saying I agree with this, so like don't like interrupt me. <laughs> but the thought process is if you go for two when you're down nine, if whether you get it or you don't get it, you'll know immediately what you're going to need to to do, and it changes your game plan. So, but. That's that's their that's their thinking, but I don't understand it because if you just kick the point, the extra point, it's a one score game. If you like, you have to score twice if you don't get it. I don't understand the risk, especially when there's so little time left in the game. Yeah, there was what nine you know? minutes left. I think so. You were basically predicating this on the Browns not doing diddly poo on offense the whole rest of the game, which luckily which for the and recovering onside kick, true, which yeah. believe it or not, they, they somehow managed to hit that double parlay, which their odds of that were less than 5% probably. But like, you know, uh, quick sidebar, the broadcast team was killing me because all they were doing is talking about how the, the last time it was like the nineties, the last time the Ravens converted an onside kick and Justin Tucker's never converted an onside kick. And I was like, these mother effers are going <laughs> to jinx our shit. And what happens? Line yeah. drive straight into Andy Janovich's yeah. big fat head. And they fall on the ball. <laughs> no Whatever. But still, why wasn't Andy? <laughs> why is our why, fullback on the hands team? Well, it's not. It's only that. Why wasn't he looking at the ball? Uh, it hit him, 
and you saw his head fly up. Like, oh my God, what happened? Because he Where's was the ball? Just, he was just running in. I, guess I know he, he was supposed. He assumed it was going to be further to the his thought, left. The thought is the ball would go past him and he'd be blocking somebody. Yeah. That's the thought. But but he wasn't looking at all. Does he it, does he does he not have peripheral vision? I guess not. Can you not see the ball coming right at you? And I like, not, he didn't kick it that he didn't kick it that hard to where like uh, you 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 don't have to react <laughs> like you don't have enough time to react to it like. Like the, the the ball's kicked, yeah. Your main focus is okay. I've got forty three or whatever number he was supposed to block, but like as you're looking and the ball's coming like out of your peripheral, you should see it. So either get the get the hell out of the way, right, or turn your body and let it hit your gut and just fall on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. No, yeah. I, I would love to know what actually what the stats were. Like, what were the odds of those situations happening? Because that that would have been onside I'm, kick recovery is less than. It's nothing. 10%. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Right? Probably even a less lot by its own. And so. I'm pretty sure it's less than that now because they sorry, the they changed, they changed the rule to where – because it used to be you could overload the one side with, with guys to recover the ball. Now you have to have the same amount of guys on each side of the ball. Balanced, yeah. So they, it's, they've actually made it even tougher to recover an onside kick. It's almost a statistical impossibility to recover an onside kick. Not in Cleveland. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh. Tyler Huntley played a uh, – I think his name's Tyler, right? Yeah. Tyler Huntley. I believe so. He he was basically Lamar. So, like, yeah. the Ravens really didn't lose that much in the second half. But I will say that if Lamar Jackson is healthy and playing after they recover that onside kick, there's not a chance in Hades we win that game. No, I agree with you. I think he marches them. Yeah. Right, Lamar, right. Lamar gets them to midfield, and then you know Justin Tucker's hitting a 65-yard. It literally was the Monday night game last year all over again. Yeah. And Dude. ESPN agreed with you because even after Baltimore had recovered that onside kick, the Browns' win probability, according to them, never even dropped below 75%. Yeah. Which I don't understand. Which, I, yeah, I don't understand it either. But like, They must have known Jadevian Clowney was right for a sack. That was huge. How, By the way, how did – how did uh, Tyler Huntley not lose the ball? I wondered the same thing. He did fumble, but it just went right back. He just fell on it. Fell on it, yeah. I was, was like, how does that ball not squirt out of there? The Clowney hit him so hard. Yeah, so, yeah. That, oh. was, that was a massive hit. Uh, yeah, you said it earlier, to underscore it, the, the defensive ends, two of the biggest plays of the game. You know, Miles earlier with the fumble, sack fumble and scoop and score, and then uh, Clowney to make it, you know, third and a mile. Yeah. Uh, at a really important point in the game. And then on that fourth down, you, you talked about Denzel Ward earlier too. Quality way to just step right up and stick that dude. They, they maybe they needed seven or eight yards or whatever, yep. and he got hit for like a one yard gain. And just he made a he made a, he dirt. made a couple big hits. He, he made had a, a hit, couple. Was big. it on Andrews? I think in the first yeah. half. Yeah, yeah, real big hit. Yeah, and it was nice to see. I mean, it, Denzel Ward's not the biggest guy. In, I mean, right. I bet well, it, I bet Mark Andrews has him by eighty pounds. Oh, at least, and it made me nervous because with Ward and injury histories, right. I'm right. like. I, I'm glad you're playing with fire and you're playing like a bat out of hell, but yeah, he I, was. I wouldn't have hated a business decision, business decision here and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. yikes! Like he played great today. He did. Um, he did. And we needed it because Greg Newsom. <laughs> such as the Browns' luck, Greg Newsom gets a concussion on the last play of practice on Friday. Oh, I heard about that. It was <laughs> sick. Unbelievable. And a kid, and I, and a kid and who's I, having such a good rookie. And year. I don't mean to bemoan the Browns luck because we played a team that actually has worse injury luck than the Browns do this year. Right. Um, because when the Browns get guys injured, they're injured for a few weeks. When the Ravens get guys injured this year, they're out for the year. Oh, it's like every ACL in that running Paul, back room, all of torn those. Back. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> who knows who knows the extent of Lamar's injury? Yeah. Because um, I, Calais Campbell I mean, is messed the way up that for, the way that he fell on it. Uh, that when I saw it, I'm like, that looks like an Achilles. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh gosh, if it's Achilles, he's toast. It's over. Oh yeah. He he. If it's Achilles, he's not going to start next year. Oh yeah, he the would, start of the year. He'll he'll be like a mid year. But it's probably not. He probably just rolled his ankle a little bit. Um, Look, hell, I, he I, might I, even play next week. I, was, I, and I, I hate the Ravens probably more than anybody. Um, but like, I, I still don't want to see injuries. I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's be it's it's listen, beyond that. I listen. I say that I will never root for Pittsburgh under any circumstance in any situation, whether it's going to help us or not. I just won't do it. It's it's beneath me. When the Ravens and the Steelers played last week, there was a little bit of me that was gleeful when Mark Andrews dropped that two point conversion because I knew. That because I can I can say oh it helps the Browns it's good because it's the Ravens because I hate them almost as much as I hate the Steelers yeah and I knew that helped us and like, I actually hate the Ravens more so I was perfectly fine I, yeah. I was I was rooting for, not rooting obviously but I was pulling for the Steelers for the upset the whole way yeah which uh, I'm enlightened by this conversation because that means that the two of the three of us actually hate Baltimore more than we do Pittsburgh yeah I hate I hate Baltimore more than Pittsburgh I'm close sure. wow. I'm, I'm very close I mean they're definitely my two most hated I mean yeah oh for yeah sure I. Yeah. I the the disdain that I have for the both of them. I know is, you've te- you've teetered with New England for a little while. There. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I still. At least I will they say haven't this. had any. When uh, I was I living know. in New Hampshire, I think I even hated the Patriots more than I hated the Steelers, huh? because I was so tired of all those insufferable. Oh Because yeah. you were around those ma- insufferable a holes in New England. <laughs> friggin' mass holes, all of you, all yeah. of you bums, you spoiled ass yeah. sports uh, fans. Yeah, I just <laughs> shout out to all my. Uh, New England people, I really do love you. I just hate your team. So. And, and to, to that to that vein, one of my dad's philosophies in life is screw every team from Massachusetts. Yes, cosine. Back back to the game. There's <laughs> actually, I have I have a serious bone to pick with our special teams unit. They're terrible. So our special teams two guys, is awful. Two guys in particular, and one, for and for once today had nothing to do with the punter because we had a different punter today. Yeah. One, Chase McLaughlin. Oh, we need a new kicker. The guy's missed big like time, five out of his last six kicks. Big time kick in the fourth quarter, which would have made it from a two to a three score game, would have been the icer, and you miss. And it wasn't from forty one yards. It wasn't like it was a fifty plus. It was a forty one yard field goal. And it was not a hard day to you know it's December, but it was not a hard day to kick today. Like it, you know, there was a little bit of a breeze, but like fifty degrees, like sunny. Like come on, like, it's it's ridiculous that he would miss that in that situation. Yeah, McMuffin mania and, has and, has faded. And then the second thing. Why in the world do we have Demetric Felton returning punts? <laughs> oh, oh, you, oh, you mean Muffs McGee? The guy yeah. muffed twice today. The first two punts he muffed. You and don't I, put him back out there after he muffed the first one. I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, we're just playing with fire. Like, <laughs> j- j- you know, when any big mistake could give you, cost you the ball game and cost you the season. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. It's nothing that you said. It's something I almost said. My 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 filter caught something. Oh, I thought <laughs> not my preferred kind of muff. Hey. Hey-o. Um yeah, that was that was I don't know. Some one of the announcers was maybe giving him some benefit of the doubt with the sun or whatever. I don't I, it was it was bad. Yeah, that that was bad. So you're you're not special teams across the board had a bad. The only actually funny enough, the only special teams that I really think had a nice game today was the punter. Uh, Cole went back there. Um, yeah, like he had, he had he had one that we uh, downed at the one yard line, but come, it got, it, but but but, but the, the long the snapper, long snapper hell of hell. all people. Stupid! What a dumb NFL is so over officiated. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it, that's pretty gnarly. Um, by the way, they can't even line up opposite the long snap. By the way, can they? Yeah, real quick. How are they holding? I have no idea. <laughs> um, 
Actually, I can I can make I just can wait. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I our special team, the unspecial teams. And um, I don't understand because like Prefort's a really quality, highly respected special teams coordinator. <sighs> like I've I've had no. And then we mentioned special it, teams. We, and then the we past. mentioned it earlier. We didn't mention it in the in the uh, right now with our uh, with our lamenting of the special teams is uh, the onside kick. Yeah, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, that too. So so we we muffed two punts. We missed a field goal. Uh, we had multiple penalties on special teams today, and we uh, allowed the opposing team to recover an onside kick. Other than that, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the show? <laughs> <laughs> how about or, or, uh, or Nancy Reagan? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bull. <laughs> Just. Yeah. So oh, I I saw that I saw that trending on Twitter the other day, and then I'm like. Okay, can't like like what is this? It can't. So I so I looked it up and I was like, mother. Yeah. Oh, and then <laughs> they started. People started tweeting pictures of like uh, Nancy Reagan, Ronald Reagan, and like like her being like uh, uh, hugged by Frank Sinatra at some event. And somebody tweeted like, "Well, we know what this is about now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy! All right, yeah. enough about the former first lady. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so. All that, all that to be said. The Browns got to win. Yeah, seven and six. Ravens fall to eight and five. Uh, depending on when we go around the NFL, uh, with how the Bengals are doing, there's an opportunity for the Browns to be in second place tonight with a game out of the division, which is crazy yeah, considering the, how stressful. The Bengals' result determines whether they'll be second or third at the end of the day yeah. here. Yeah, and for what it's worth, I know obviously there's plenty of game to go with 13 minutes left in the third quarter. They're down 17 to six. Because guess who's in last place? Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, the Niners uh, doing us a solid right now. Love it, uh, love just, it. Just hope they can hang on. So uh, anyway, um, Browns welcome the Raiders to First Energy Stadium on Saturday. Actually, Saturday after just getting Saturday spanked afternoon by the Chiefs. Absolutely spanked. So, so we're gonna get we're gonna get two we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get one of two versions of uh, Oakland. And this usually happens after a team gets destroyed. We're either going to get a pissed off Oakland that still thinks that they're in it, that they're going to play crazy, crazy hard, or we're going to get a team that's completely given up and the Browns will be able to put them out of their misery uh, on Saturday. So I, I don't know. I don't know which one we're going to get. <clears throat> I, yeah, think I, I think they'll come back with a vengeance because right now the AFC is so drunk. It's really anybody's game still. Well, yeah, they're still AFC in it. is just yeah. cuckoo bananas. But if the Browns beat them on Saturday, they fall to six and eight. They're done. They're toast. They're no. done. And on um, the flip side, if we lose at seven and seven, we're pretty much toast too. I mean, theoretically, we're still not mathematically eliminated, yeah. but functionally, realistically, the only game that we can lose the rest of the way is the game at Green Bay. Yes, That's the only one because it's out of the AFC. Yep, and it's. It's kind of a game that we all sort of mentally prepared for loss, anyways. Right. It's just it's just the um, fact that it's an NFC game. It's an NFC game. Really changes. If the Browns go, if the Browns go, because here's the thing: at the start of today, if the Browns went four and one the rest of the season, and their only loss is Green Bay, which would give them three more division wins and four more AFC wins, the Browns are going to make the playoffs, either yeah. as a wild card or winning the division. My well, yeah, because here's here's I mean yeah we've got four games left in order. It goes Raiders. Uh, Packers, Packers, Steelers, Steelers Bengals. Bengals. Yep. Honestly, the game that I'm the, the of the three AFC games, the game I'm most worried about is the Bengals to finish the season off. I, I, that Steelers game is in Heinz Field. Uh, 
if they have any glimmer of hope still left, that game is – I'm going to crap myself for that game. That's yeah. Even though we beat them in the playoffs there last year, there was no fans in that stadium. That place is still a house it's, of horrors it, for us. No, you're not. Still is. You're not wrong in the slightest. Um, I and you know hit. and you know that 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 offensive lineman playing quarterback Ben Roethlisberger is not going to go out without without a fight, especially against us. Yeah. He's has has he ever lost at home against the Browns? Playoffs. Other than that playoff. Other than the playoff game. No. I, I really don't think so. I think that was yeah. his first loss to us at home. Yeah. You know, this, just, this yeah. is actually a really interesting argument because when you look at the trajectory of the teams and the talent, you would think Cincinnati would have a better chance of beating us. Yeah. But, yeah. again, that game's here. The Pittsburgh game is away. And when, when it comes down to it, it's a game. if it's a game that really, truly matters, are you trusting the Bengals to come out with a victory? No. No. Pittsburgh, and ba- and, and, on the other hand, has been there many, many times, and they don't usually fail and in it's, situations. And, it, and it's getting to the point where – you know how Roethlisberger was the boogeyman for us. Baker's becoming the boogeyman for the Bengals. Yeah. Baker is six and one against the Bengals since he's become an NFL quarterback. And for all you Joe Burrow lovers out there, he's three and zero against your boy. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And like you said, the we're going to get into it. The 49ers are doing us a solid right now. Who knows by the end of that. By by the end of the season, that last game, who knows where the Bengals are going to be? I mean, who knows where where we're going to be? We could right. come out, we could we could uh, lose to the Raiders and then get spanked by the Packers, and it's and over. It, and it's, done. Yeah, you're right. So who knows? I, but it, it would be wild because you're right. It, this is obviously very ideal, perfect world type situation. If we do exactly what you just said, win the the last three AFC games, we lose that game against yeah. the Packers. At that point, what the the final record would be? We'd be nine uh, and seven going into that game. Nine nine and seven going. So with a win against the Bengals, we're ten and seven. I I and we've yeah. got win. We we've swept. That that means <sighs> that we would have swept the Bengals and split with both Pittsburgh and Baltimore. We likely win the division, or like you said, or four and two. Card. Yeah, I think I think because because the only team that's really ahead of us, assuming that the Bengals lose today, the only team that's ahead of us. Is the Ravens and we're three and one in the division. They're one and three. Which who Browns? Oh yeah, we are two and two. My bad. Yeah, my bad. But the point remains that the Browns will finish with a better division record. Four than and the two. Ravens yeah. If if they win the remaining two right. games. Right. Yeah. It'll be interesting. There's a. I think we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but because there's a lot of games to go. But yeah, it, it all starts with Oakland or with uh, Vegas. Excuse me. This week, Auckland. Um, yeah. They uh, yeah. What do we think? New early, Zealand? yeah. Early, uh, early returns. What do we think about that game on Saturday? Again, Saturday, short week for both teams. Uh, Four thirty kick, I believe. Yes, yeah. I will be there. NFL so. oh, Network. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. I I'm normally I know I'm the 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 Russian judge and the Debbie Downer, <laughs> but I really honestly don't know. Is this what one to make does this, this one, one taste like a pumpkin beer to you? This does feel like some kind of BS Imperial pumpkin garbage. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really, I, I keep going back to it. The AFC is just hilarious this year because there's been weeks where the Raiders look like, holy crap, they're gonna they're gonna challenge for their division in a very good AFC West, and then there's other weeks where they look like they eat glue. I, I really don't know. Right. Like Derek Carr is very confusing because some weeks he looks spectacular, and other weeks he, he's he's just not it. Um. I, I mean, playing at home helps. Much like our quarterback. I, yeah. I'm really glad we're playing this one at home. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I uh, and I will say the Raiders uh, have the 25th. Uh, Rush defense, ranked rush defense in the NFL. Yeah, that could be a get right game for the get guys. right game for the chubber, for the ch- um, <laughs> full chub. Yeah, <laughs> full eggplant, full chub ahead, full emoji. I don't know. I'm I'm doing a lot of wishy washy. I I I sure why not? I'll no, say I think we lose. I say we lose. <laughs> it's over. We're done next week. Get. I think we lose. Okay. You know what? This is ridiculous. <laughs> the Gruden situation has caught up with the Raiders. That's yeah, they, they, that's fair. They, You're right. They look ter- they look terrible last week. They Honest looked even worse I this for- week. I forgot about that. Which Raiders is are done. The Browns are gonna win big next week. Period. I'm All trying right. to find it. Hold on. I'm gonna play the uh I like the way you think. Play the play the loser alarm here for yeah. Ryan. <laughs> of course it didn't do it. <laughs> Freaking thing. It's the universe I, having my back. <laughs> No. Um, yeah, this isn't a good omen. I right for, I for, I forgot about it's not, the. It's not. Ah. I don't know. There we go. There it is. My my thought is. <laughs> um, I'm because just kind of. I'm, I'm right? just yeah. I'm just kind of. St- yeah, I'm still kind of stuck with like Murphy's Law in it. Like whatever can go wrong, something stupid will happen. This is my reaction when Ryan Stanks says the Browns are going to lose next week. You come out with <laughs> You know what I want to do? Here's here's what I'll do. I'll do what I did this week. I'll end up picking against the Browns, you know, for the line, and then we're gonna end up winning. And so then, but like we won't cover. So then I'll be happy camper again. How about we do that? Okay. Wendy. <laughs> yeah, because the Browns are hot and juicy redhead. <laughs> probably gonna be favored by more than a touchdown next week. No, there's no way. I more would, than I a would, touchdown? I would, th- I would oh, think. Oh, I'd say seven and a half. Eight and I half. was gonna say four and a half. You get a feel. You get three for being at home. And I'd say we're a slight favorite beyond that. Not even a touchdown. I four, mean, you do you do realize that the Raiders just lost forty eight to nine. But to the Chiefs, who have been week by week successfully building back to what they looked like. True. Uh, well, last I guess year. I guess we'll have to see. I mean, this week Here's, the the line was more or less even at the start, and it ended correct. up moving because there was just so much money on the ground, which Vegas was extremely happy about. Because How do they, they do that? They wizards. How do they do that? They're wizards. This game is controlled by they by have Doctor Strange with the time time stone or some shenanigans. <laughs> you, yeah, no. Uh, uh, the the NFL offices get a text about halfway through the game. Hey, uh, this game's getting out of hand. Uh, we have it at uh, two and a half. Let's uh, let, let's let's start. Tighten, that, that, that's that's thing up. That, that's when you get the penalty on the long yeah. snapper for like holding. Those old, uh, like those old like those old BW three commercials <laughs> where they needed to go to overtime so everyone can keep drinking. <laughs> yeah. They pull yeah. they pull yes, a lever. They pull and a, a, a sprinkler buff- pops out or whatever trips a guy. The Buffalo Wild Wings button <laughs> yeah. was in full effect. Yeah, today. that's that's one hundred percent what that was. Yes. Um, Anyway, yeah. ar- around the league? Yeah, let's hit it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. We've so, been fumbling around so it for the last the aforementioned, 10 minutes. Yeah, we're kind of doing it already. Steelers <laughs> were beaten on Thursday night in the We Couldn't Beat the Lions Bowl by the Vikings, 36-28. to That result dropped the Steelers to 6-6, six and six, <laughs> well, 6-6-1. Six, six and one. Uh, The Vikings improved to 6-7, and seven, which, oddly enough, is— Hold on. Did you say the Steelers lost? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Um— how long can I hold about this? <laughs> good afternoon and good night, Pittsburgh. Going to today's Wait, they lost, right? Yes. Good morning, <laughs> good afternoon, and good night, Pittsburgh. Ryan's gonna reach over the table and just like grab that. <laughs> A- anyway, going to today's one o'clock window, the you know that Baker Mayfield do this shit to you, bro. 
the New Orleans Saints, who have the same color scheme as Pittsburgh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. You were close. You didn't finish the word. <laughs> go to the Meadowlands. They destroyed the Jets today, 30-9. to Damn it. That I keeps, was, uh, that keeps I, the Saints, you know. The oh, by by the, the, hey, did I pick that one right? right let's, let's do uh, – here, hold on. Let's. Uh, oh yeah, how do we pick these? Let's let's do it. So going back to the Steelers, uh, well, we didn't pick Thursday. Yeah, night, we forgot. So. so I gave us all a win there. There we yeah. go, my guy. Uh, uh, the Browns. Uh, <laughs> Steve and Browns? I both picked the Browns. Ryan cashed in on Except the Ravens. <laughs> the backdoor uh, cover. The okay, bad so I'm beat. caught up now. So um, what's the next game you got? Saints versus Jets, and uh, I think I had New Orleans here. So that yep, was Steve it. had New Orleans. So did uh, I. Ryan had New Orleans, and I had the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, the Jets. PIR losing horn for me. <laughs> In Charlotte, um, not again, not a good day for the Panthers, who continue to just be on a really bad trajectory. The yep. Falcons, meanwhile, is that their third or fourth win in a row now? They've rattled they, we were, they win 29-21. They we were all 6-7. I believe they're in the playoffs in the NFC. We were all on the Falcons on that one. Yeah. We yeah. all got that one. Uh, good choice there. So, uh, yeah, Atlanta very much alive in the playoff on the NFC. I mean, that just tells you how bad the NFC is in totality. Mm. Um, down in Houston, game that really didn't matter. The Seahawks defeated the Texans 33-13. to I did not get that one correct. Um, uh, well, none well, of us did. Yeah, did we all have Houston? We all were on Houston. Hmm. I just thought that nine and a half. The Seahawks offense covering. has been so bad. Yeah, that's that. That's what my but, thought has been. But Tyler Lockett but, gave me thirty points in fantasy. We're all morons to think that that the Houston Texans should would cover a game. Yeah, that's probably not why. The only but yeah, just nine and a half it's like the only guys. game they've covered but all year was yeah, the one again, against us. That Seattle offense has been so that putrid. Was a, that was a barely cover, wasn't it? it was like, yeah, we it was won thir- by nine. We won by we won by ten, and the line was thirteen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we mentioned this one earlier. The Chiefs absolutely just beat the Raiders halfway around the state of Missouri yeah. today. Yeah, we all we were all on the, to we nine. were all stupidly on the Raiders for that one. Yoinks. I mean, Kansas City has been one of the worst teams against the spread all True. year. So I mean, but it seems like it seems like unfortunately for the rest of the league, they're the Chiefs are rounding into form at the right time. Yeah, they are. I mean, they were actually talking on. Browns pregame this morning. Who was the top team in the AFC between Kansas City and New England? And it was a debate topic. I, I, so. I, I feel like I don't know. I don't know if New England would be able to keep up. I know their defense is good, but I don't know if they'd be able to keep up with Kansas City. Well, we, uh, we might find out. Find yeah, out it, may, it may unfortunately come down to that. So another game that ended up pretty lopsided. The Tennessee Titans they defeat the Jaguars twenty to nothing. Twenty mm-hmm. Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously are out of contention, but you know we were all right on the game. Titans for that one. That was a get-right game for Tennessee. They needed it. They're now nine. Did you see four. the limp dick handshake that Urban Meyer gave uh, Mike Vrabel, who are really close. Yeah, I did he not like see didn't that. even look at him, and he just put his hand out. Urban's t- he's, he's toast. so done. He's fired. Especially all the stuff that came out again this week about like the the way he ha- like treats his coaching staff and and all that. Yeah, he's he's so toast. Goodbye. He's gonna get a fat ass check on the way out the door, though. Yeah. I won't feel too bad about it. Interesting that the Titans continue, in my opinion, to be disrespected. You know, they're right up there yeah. with Kansas City and New England in record, but nobody is I talking about I just feel like it's, they're the kind of team that every time you – because when, whenever you start to finally give them their due and give them those props, that's when they lay a couple eggs in a row and they, like, yeah. drop back down into the above-average realm. But, no, I agree. I mean, they've, they've had some big wins and they've got a strong record. I mean, they're going to make noise. It's just going to be a matter of can they do it with consistency. Yeah. That's what we haven't seen from them yet. And perhaps the most important game of the 1 o'clock window, other than our game, 
the, was in Washington. The Cowboys against a surging Washington Did you see what the team. Cowboys did today? Mm-mm. They flew in their benches. Oh, yeah, because Seattle like gave them the heads up that the heated benches in Washington weren't working. <laughs> yeah, quote-unquote. Heavy snip, air quotes. Snip. Yeah. So they flew in their own heated benches. Yeah. So if if you were wa- if you were uh, seeing like the pregame pictures that w- the game was clearly in Washington and they had on the Cowboys sidelines benches that just said Cowboys on them. I want Jerry Jones level fu money. Oh my just god! So, so silly. God, heated benches. You or know not. what's hilarious is I I don't even think he's even close to the richest owner in the NFL. No, Stan Kroenke I think is. Kroenke is. There's a couple others too. Yeah. Um, and I know actually. Uh, Candidly, Jimmy Haslam's up there too. Yeah, not quite as much money as, uh, but actually, he's they're about to get some real fu money when Warren Buffett finalizes the sale of Pilot Flying J. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jimmy Haslam's net worth is going to go from like three billion to like over ten. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna have a good time. Yeah, he's but, gonna buy the entire city of Branton all. Why not? See <laughs> the benches or merger acquisitions or not? The <laughs> the Cowboys. Got done what they needed to get done today. They win twenty-seven to twenty, and I mean, this. Oh this, my god! This, yeah, no I know, way. I know. That's exactly what I was saying because it was six and a half. I, I thought Washington was a lock. Ryan did honestly. it to us. I did too. I thought Washington was going to win the game outright. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, I did. Yeah, yeah, okay, man. <laughs> Ryan's over hey, there. Hey, good week, dude. I, I got a grin on my face, but there's been weeks where I've gotten three right. I've got yeah. no room to talk. <laughs> we, no all, we, all, here. we all had a good week last week. <laughs> yeah, we all did pretty well. Nine and five and eight and six. Nine yeah. and five, eight and six, eight and six. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that had Washington won that game, the NFC East would have become incredibly interesting because, you know, mm-hmm. Washington would have been within the game. The Eagles would have still been hanging around, too. But, you know, that's a huge that's win good by for Dallas. nothing, racist bastards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, going to the 4 o'clock window, Tampa is crushing Buffalo right now, 24-3. Hey, that's good that for the Browns. That is also good. You know, Buffalo is going to— because of what you guys did in week one, F you, uh, yeah. Buffalo. But And— yeah, so Buffalo is going to fall to seven and five here. Buffalo is a team that we really we re- seven and six. Oh. Seven and six. Yes. They're seven and five going in because they lost to New England on Monday night last yes, week. Yes, indeed. So mm. yeah, Buffalo is one of those teams that we are rooting hard against now. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, with the, with the wild card implications. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Another such situation as far as wild card goes. Now this one's not going the Browns' way out at SoFi Stadium. The Chargers are pounding the Giants thirty to seven. Uh, that's going to be a cover for all, me. Yeah, all of us. And that's across else. the board. Yep. So the we Chargers, were all on the fighting Pikachus. <laughs> got team. So they're going to go to eight and five today. Yep. Another one in the wild card. Well, they're all in wild card watch actually in the four o'clock window here. This one also not quite going the Browns' way, but we have a tiebreaker on this team. The Denver Broncos are up mm. thirty-one to ten on the Lions. Early in the fourth quarter, so they're going to win that game. They're going to go to seven and six. So all well, the same, same record, but we have the head-to-head. That's not going to be a cover for me. I had Lions in that one. So did I. Uh, ooh, wait, what's the score? Thirty-one ten. Oh, I had Denver. Okay, well, hey. you're, you're going to cover that one unless the one swinging back, back my way. There you go. Nice. And then I just, I just had a feeling. That I the debated week, that one. The week too. after Detroit got their first win, they were going to relax and everything was going to be not a bad. And they were point. just going to get smashed. Yeah, you are absolutely right. Yep. That's a good point. So Denver on the other side, they're going to go to seven and six also, mm-hmm. which yeah, that's less bad for the Browns because we did get a head-to-head victory against them. But um, yeah, there's another team out there that you know. If a team was, if, if this week, if, if this week a team was going to win. 
I'm glad it's them. I mean, obviously the Chargers won too, but. Chargers being a game ahead and having a tiebreaker is not a good thing. But, no. you know. but again, this is this is why I argue it's it's an easier path to the playoffs for us to win the division than it is the, the wild card. Given the games we have left. I think at this point, you know, well, we'll get to that in a second. But, yeah. you know, it's interesting you mentioned the division because the biggest game going on right now impacting the Browns is 49ers versus Bengals. Hey. And the 49ers just added a field goal. It's now 20-6. to 6. Hey. 49ers over the Bengals with 5.07 left in the third quarter. You two clowns took the Bengals. I'm going to pick up another one on you guys if that holds. Don't jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Sorry. <laughs> so, but yeah, as things stand – Cincinnati would fall to seven and six, and we would leapfrog. We would them leapfrog them in both the divisional and the conference standings, which would be a very good thing. I don't know where we stand with Buffalo uh, in terms of that. They would be seven it and would, six. It would depend on conference record. Yeah, I don't know and where we, don't, we stand there. So, yeah. uh this would be an NFC loss for the Bills, so this wouldn't hurt them so much. You know, losing to Tampa, so maybe they'd still have the edge on us. I'm not really sure, but uh, we'll find out later. Going to tonight's game, I mean, this game looks like a slaughter on paper. The Bears going to Lambeau to place Green Bay. I mean, Green Bay, they can't possibly lose this game, could they? I mean, I, I don't see it. I mean, lose it, I I, I really don't think so. Uh, cover versus not. I mean, 11 Lions and a half. Lions what, 11 and a half? Yeah, 11 and a half. Um, Bears could possibly cover that. Their defense is respectable. Hmm. And yeah. I just think their offense is so. Uh, Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. Yeah. He really does. Pretty much. However, the Monday night game is a spectacular matchup. You have the Rams going to the land of the retractable field to face the Cardinals. And this is this is a must win for the Rams if they want to win the NFC West. If they if the Cardinals win this game, they'll be dropping the hammer head to head. And honestly, you know, it really would boil down between them and Green Bay probably for top seed. Although Tampa's still kinda in that discussion yeah. too. So you know, I actually posed this, you know, this might be an actual way to capstone this podcast. If the NFL had a system, because you talk about how the AFC is drunk all the time. We yeah. just don't know who's good in the AFC. If, you, if the NFL worked like college football and they had a selection room where you had to pick the top four. Ugh. And, like, they didn't have – the NFL playoffs are completely changed. It's just going to be the top four are in based subjectively on the regular season. Who are your top four? Oh jeez! Holy, holy crap! Yeah. Well, the Cardinals have got to be in there. They have the best record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have to say, based on style points and the way that they're playing right now, you probably have to throw New England in there too. Yeah. They've won seven in a row. Um, boy. I. Mm-hmm. I. And the way, the ch- uh, for me right now, it's five teams for four spots. I agree with you. Because I, I, tell me if you agree with me. I'm throwing the yeah. Chiefs in there as well, mm-hmm. and then the Bucks and the um, Rams are fighting over that last spot. Oh, I would have said Green Bay. Oh, Green not, Bay. Not I'm sorry. Rams. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you're yeah. keeping the Bucks. Rams in the discussion, then it's six teams for yes. four spots. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. They're yeah, the Packers. I can't believe I forgot the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Green Bay is my number one overall seed, actually. Yeah, um, I can't believe I forgot them. I had, I would have Arizona two. I'd have New England three. And my goodness gracious, I, I going into this week, I had Kansas City four. I actually had Tampa out, and the way Kansas City looked today, I really can't change that. But yeah, you know, Tampa's making a statement today too. So, I mean, I really don't think I would. 
you could haggle over the order, but I don't think there's anybody else that is like obviously left out. I I would not include anybody from the AFC North in the slightest. I think no, it, you no. know, it's, you whoever know whoever gets out of the AFC North is just destined for a first round loss anyway. Probably like in the in the in the actual NFL. Probably we, we win the the Browns win the AFC North. Bye. We get our first play, home playoff game in almost thirty years. And we're gonna be out. We're gonna, have, we're gonna have, yeah, we're gonna have no <laughs> confidence that we're gonna win. The we're game. gonna get mollywopped. The yeah. LA Chargers are gonna come. No, in it's, it's gonna, gonna yeah, it's gonna, the Chargers <laughs> or the Bills are gonna come to down and absolutely take a dump on. I us. will say though. I will say if we somehow get into that get into the playoffs you you're obviously you're not going to hear any of those boos in the first and and that scene is going to be like like you know how in European soccer when when a stadium is really loud and whatever they say it's absolute scenes yep like you can capitalize every letter in that word to what yeah. that atmosphere is going to be like and 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 listen a team like the Chargers that has uh, is a is a young team, young head coach, and a quarterback that's never been in the playoffs before. That team is not beating the Browns in that in that well, atmosphere, especially because they have like six fans. And, and those right. are the football and X and O factors. How about we? Last time we played the Chargers, we played them in their highly super futuristic plastic yeah. SoFi stadium yeah. where everything is perfect. They're going to come here. It's going to be January. It's going to be windy. It's going to be yeah. cold. Possibly snowing. Possibly sleet or grapple. That ah, no, the they're not coming in here and winning under those circumstances. Sorry, no. Let's get to that point first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One foot in front of the other. Yeah. Let's let's beat the Raiders on Saturday, and then uh, and then we can start talking. Because if we beat the Raiders on Saturday and the Ravens lose to the Packers, which you know Lamar's Lamar's status oh. not, notwithstanding. Very much could happen, Those even are, even though that game is in Baltimore. I hate the fact that game's in Baltimore because they're but, so much better in in Baltimore. But yeah, but I mean, Green Bay, it's Green Bay though. I mean, Green. Bay. I know. I just very, very because if we beat the Raiders, good odds. Green if we Bay beat the Raiders and the Ravens lose to the Packers, we're in first place in the division, tied. But yeah, assuming Cincinnati doesn't come back and win their game here, right. yeah. well, yeah, yeah, I'm, a, yeah, I'm, a, yeah, which, which, I mean, that's a kind sorry, of, <laughs> I got knocked hey, on one again. The Bengals yeah. game's over, man. <laughs> Quick update for anybody paying attention. I, I like how I update on a not live broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. What gets our mood? So, yeah, twenty to six, uh, with a little less than two minutes in the third quarter to go. So L-F-G. both both have added. Going to go back goal. and immediately watch the rest of that game when we're done with this. Yes. So, yep. so let's end it. Yeah. So uh, Browns move to seven and six. Huge win over the Ravens. Doesn't really feel like a win, but it is. Uh, we're I guess feeling good going into next week. I feel Darn better. right we are. I feel better now. Yeah, I'm I less mean, grumpy than I was before. Uh, every, <laughs> like, like you know, we keep saying this, and usually it's after a loss. But, like, because, like, for the first time, it feels like ever since, like, 2000 – last year, I feel like the Browns took the playoff uh, spot. Like, they took it. Nobody, like, helped them to get it. Yeah. 2002 was a similar situation to how it's playing out this year where the Browns in 2002 got ev- got all the help that they possibly needed to be able to backdoor their way into the playoffs in 2002. Yep. yep. It feels like it's setting up like that again. Kind of does. This season has been the most similar to 2002 since 2002. And yeah, <laughs> all, every single team in the AFC has at least four losses. Because remember, 2007, uh, we, we we needed help. We didn't get it. Uh, yep. Well, that was the only other. 2014. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we fell apart toward the end of the yeah. season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just especially the last two weeks, and we didn't play in one of them. So we go one and zero in the last two weeks, and it feels like the last two weeks all. Literally, almost every single thing is breaking our way. Yeah. Literally. Just got to take care of business. Especially in the division. Yep. That's Everything's breaking our way in the division right now. 
Uh, yeah. If if you would have beat, uh, not to make us unhappy, <laughs> but like the two games oh, that we I regret know. most, still so Pittsburgh sour. and Baltimore. I know. You would have won those two two games. I mean, the you'd, division be, would be, you'd be several games I, clear. The division would be on the verge of being be wrapped up. On the up verge already. of being over. I'm not even. And forget that. We should have the LA and Kansas beaten, City games, which they also could have won. Those yeah. I was of those four games: LA, Kansas City, uh, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. If we win any collection. Uh, two or three of those, especially some combination of those division games. Yeah. Not only is the division not really worried about, we're the f- first or second overall seed in the AFC. Yeah, it's, we win those games. We're nine. Top, and, you win two of those four. You're in the top seed discussion. Oh, yes, golly. we win those that game against Baltimore and Baltimore. If we win those games against Baltimore and Pittsburgh, we're undefeated in the division and we're nine and four. Like we would be talking about putting us in the college football playoff version that we did. Yes. Yeah. But, of those five or six but we couldn't freaking score any points against those two teams. Defense did the job. A bunch of bombs. And this is the this is I never actually gave my prediction about uh, the Raiders game. This is the one reason why I'm actually feeling good. And I'm usually one of the first people to to uh, rip apart the defense. I think we're going to win that game solely on the way our defense is playing. Yeah, they kudos to them for turning around. And hey, props to Joe Woods because everybody 100%. on earth wanted him fired hundred percent weekly for the first month and a half of the season. And for they've turned many it on over the last, especially now, over the last month, they have looked yeah. night and day better. Yeah, so absolutely. If we're gonna bitch at the guy, we got to give props where they're due as well. He's got that unit playing really well right absolutely. now. Absolutely. And and again, kudos. I, I've been the one. Listen, I've prefaced this by saying I love Miles Garrett, but I've been the one who's been saying like he 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 hasn't made a game changing play all year. He hasn't done it. He did it today. And quite frankly. Uh, you could call that the difference in the game, and he won the game for the Browns today. 100%. 100%. Him and Clowney. Yep. Yeah. Him and Clowney are defensive ends. Okay, so that's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. And uh, TBD on when we're going to do the show next week because it's a Saturday Saturday afternoon game, so it'll be Saturday night when the game's over. I'm, as of now, I, I'm going to the game, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe Maybe we do it. I'll Sunday. Be, I'll be driving my lift car that day for sure. Yeah, so maybe we'll do it. Uh, we'll get together Sunday afternoon and do a day after um, while the 1 o'clock games are going. So whatever. We'll figure it out. But appreciate you guys listening. Thanks uh, for Ryan and Steve. I'm Dan. You've been listening to the Browns LOTL postgame show. And we'll catch you guys next week. Go Browns. Bye.